please turn with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 11. I will read verse 1 and verse 6. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God helping us this morning, we want to consider the subject, the faith of old needed today. Faith is a simple and a tricky thing. And I would explain it this way. Normally as human beings, we believe better when there's something tangible we're given. There was a time I visited one of the branches in a province in South Africa, and after the service, like we normally do, uh, people were called to be prayed upon. And as I went there, we were anointing them with oil and praying upon them. And to my amazement, the next day, the same thing happened. Same, some people would come over and over again come to be prayed for. And I had to ask the, the resident minister, what is happening? Why are people coming over and over again? And he said to me, maybe because you are anointing them with oil. And it took me having to open for them James chapter 5. I had to read to them and tell them, we are anointing because the scripture says so. And if you read further, it says, it's not the oil that will heal. It says, the prayer of faith will heal the sick. As human nature, we want to hold on to something. Most of the time, we want to be driven by what we know. But the Bible doesn't say so. It says it is a substance. I will use another example. When I go to the shops in South Africa, I guess even here it should be done. You go to cell phone shops, they've got model phones. A model phone, I've got a cell phone with me, it will look the same as the real phone. It is placed there, but it's not a real cell phone. It's a model phone. If you look at it, it looks exactly like what you want. And I would have to think that if you go to a shop, and walk in and take that phone you say for the cell phone. It is not a cell phone, but it looks like one. Now, what you need to do, you need to substantiate it. What I know is when I was I used to, I used to be in my secular job, I would go to a shop and tell them what my job is about. And I would ask them, I need a phone that can help me to do my job. To substantiate it, they would take me through what the phone can do. When I leave, I go out with a phone that I know it can do what I want. I can prove, for example, if this is a phone, when it's like this is black, you cannot be sure it's a phone. I would have to think for it, want to substantiate. I need to switch it on so you see it can work. I need to make a call so you can say really this is a phone. 
Now the Bible says faith is a substance. This is something we substantiate. By the way, when you talk of faith, there are challenges. Think about the children of Israel, what they were facing Jericho. When you read in one of the Sunday school lessons, they say the walls were so thick, like two cars could drive on the wall. Don't forget Rahab was staying on the wall. The walls were very thick. According to the standards of our understanding, no one could break that wall. That wall was impenetrable. You could never penetrate it. That was a task. Maybe someone would say to God, but God, really, this is impossible. But what was needed for the Israelites is to use what God says. Is to believe that God is able. To know that God can do anything. I like it in the, Jerem in the book of Jeremiah 32 verse 27 when it says, Behold, I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? It was for the Israelites to believe that God can do the impossible. And guess what? There was no way where God says, bring your guns. God didn't say, I want to train you to show you how to overcome. But all that was needed was for them to follow. At the end, they were to take the opposite, take the instruments and start singing. And it was for God to do the job. We are here today. It's for God to do the job. All he needs is for us to believe. When you talk of faith, I look into Abraham. If you read in the book of Hebrews 11, from verse 17, it talks about Abraham. When God called Abraham, offer me your only son. If you read in Genesis, it says, the very son that you love, your only son. By the way, when Abraham looked for a son, he waited for a very long time. At some point, it looked it will never happen. At some point, according to man's understanding, it looked like a joke. Don't forget, Sarah had to say to, to Abraham, maybe God needs some help. Get your maid to help God. She brought in some help for God, and God said, no, you will get a son of promise. The very son, Abraham could have said to God, but God, I struggled, I waited too long. Now you want the only son. By the way, God, you promised, you remember? How can you take the son? But if we read in the book of Hebrews 11, verse 17, by faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. 18. Of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. I like it in 19 where it says, Accounting that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. Abraham, it means he knew. He had planned, yes, God said it. I am going to kill the son. Think about it. I, I always, when I read this scripture, I think about it that maybe Abraham could have gone to Sarah and said, Oh, Sarah, God wants that son. Oh, the son is going. Maybe Abraham could have gone and negotiated with Sarah. Sarah, 
God has asked for our son. Should I do it? But faith is not a mob psychology. Faith is not about me and my wife. It's an individual matter. Faith needs me to look to God and ignore what's happening around me. Abraham, he went. And according to the scripture in Hebrews, he knew that I'm going to kill the son. By the way, how was an, an offering done? He had to burn his son to ashes. He knew I'm going to burn the son to ashes. God is able to bring him back from the same ashes. I will go back home with my son. Today is another day of blessing. It is another day of blessing. I want to say this. I was born in a Christian home. I trusted my parents so much. It happened in 1995, my father had an accident. When my father had an accident, the paramedics called. I'm, I'm the one who picked up the phone. They were saying, your dad had an accident. The way I trusted God, I knew some, such a thing could never happen to my father. I dropped the phone. And the paramedic linked again. This time around, I was begging me, please don't drop the line. Don't drop the line, please. And he started explaining me, explaining your dad is in an accident with your mom, you know, and I'm asking questions, you know, what car is it? I'm trying to confirm. And after he had spoken, I phoned one of our brother. You know, when he came, I didn't say to him, let's go to the hospital. I told him, let's go to the place where they say the, the accident happened. Because according to me, that can never happen to my parents. I trusted my parents so much. When I was in university, I had no food. I used to eat almost same, you know. According to understanding, we would say, we talk of, you know, um, the, 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 the balanced meal and the like. All I know is that I used to eat bread most of the time. And some oily, you know, salad, we call it archa in South Africa. It's made from mango. I never had any ulcers. I never had any piles. All I know is that as I was there, I trusted, I knew each, each and everything I would fall dead, I am not feeling well. And he would pray for me. In our days, there were no cell phones. The fact that I'm able to call and drop the line, I know I will be healed. And surely I was healed. When we arrived there, I went to the scene, I started groping around, I picked up the windscreen. I took the windscreen, I went to the headlamps of the car we were in, I wanted to look at the registration of the disc that's attached to the windscreen. I remember I read the, the, the number plate, it was the same, CJR175T, that was my dad's number plate. I looked at it, it knocked me. That's when I told the brother, let's then go to the hospital. When we arrived at the hospital, my father was there and my mom were involved in an accident. My dad couldn't speak. You know, at that time, it started knocking me. I realized the security I had is going. Ten days later, God took my father. You know, I used to live and do things 
I used to eat at some point, we ate a meat that is almost rotten. And not even one of us had a running tummy. Not even one of us was sick. Once God took all my parents, I would started to get sick out of things I never knew. I realized the security is gone. It was like someone came to our house, he opened each and everything that can open up. Everything could walk in. Snakes, ants, everything was into my life. We are in this community. It is not a mistake. The faith of all is needed. God wants to save us. God wants all of us to make it to heaven. In John 3 verse 16 it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God wants all of us to make everlasting life. God wants all of us to make it to that eternity. I always tell people that, you know, in this church, I love this church. I don't love it because we are the apostolic faith. No. I love it because in this church, we read the word of God. When it's time for Sunday school, you read for yourself. You are given the, the lesson. You go and read for yourself. Why is that be done? So that we can all make it to that eternity. So that if you are lacking in your faith, by the word of God, your faith can be popped up. So that we all can hold on and make it to that eternal city. Let me tell you, if all these efforts that are done here cannot save you, then we are in a society. We are in a parallel society. All I know is that yes, as a member, if you die, the ministers will come and bury you. But will God accept you? May God help us. All these efforts may not may they not go to waste. May we not come here to make up the numbers. May we fight for heaven to be our home. May we fight to make it to that city. With Abraham, I always forget, you know, I will not be reading, I guess we know. We know with Sarah. Sarah, she was grown up. In Hebrews 11, as well, it says, it was not happening according to the manner of women. When I checked it, I looked at it, and they say, when a person grows older, your number of muscles reduces. The bone structure becomes weaker. All I know is that an elder person, if they have a fracture, for it to heal, it's near to impossible. All I know is that the bone makes up to cover the fracture, but the healing, most of the time, it doesn't happen. Sarah was in a state where even if she was to be pregnant, she could not carry the pregnancy because her bone structure could not carry it. She was in a state where according to understanding, I would have to think, even if she was taken to the best laboratories, they would tell her this is not, impos this is not possible. But don't forget, whatever is impossible with man, with God is possible. When God spoke, he went and renewed the muscles of Sarah. He went and renewed the bone structure of Sarah. He renewed everything that needed to work, and Sarah gave birth to a bouncing woman. God can do it today. You know, I've been listening to the teachings. 
sanctification. You know, born again experience takes sin out of you. Sanctification takes you out of sin. You know, it's nice to hear about it. The problem is, do you believe? Do you believe in these things? Most of the time we come here, we get used to these things. It becomes something that is normal in us. Where I come from, I don't know here maybe, but where I come from, I know we've got some young people that we follow up. They don't come to church anymore. But all I hear is that they will tell others, if you want to hear about the, the doctrine, go to apostolic faith. They talk about hearing the doctrine, but what is it doing to them? Is it saving them? May God help us this afternoon. May God help us, may we be saved. Faith, it can completely finish a Christian. Faith can properly finish a Christian. I will explain so we all understand. All I know is that I've watched, you know, some documentary of designers. If you're to call a designer, you bring him here. Is this place properly finished? I guess the designer would change a lot of things. Possibly would add in more chairs and tell us where the chairs are not properly positioned. In other words, the designer will optimize the space to make sure that things are properly set. And I guess even the matching will be done properly. Don't forget that when we are here, we are not the same. God needs your faith, that's it. God is the one who can properly finish you. He can finish you the way you should be. When you talk of faith, I don't look at the next person. I don't care about what, who does what. When you talk about faith, look to God. Because it's only God who knows what furniture you need in your life. It's only God who, need, who knows how you must be so that you can make it to the, set, to the end. And like the song that was sent to, that, was, that we sang, to seven to I'm on the rock. On the rock to stay. When you talk of faith, faith is not something we only use when I want to be born again. Most of the time, when I come to be saved, I've got so much faith. I pray through, and God saves me. Once I am saved, I forget. I sit back. I forget, I sit back. And I start to walk and forget my faith. May God help us and remind us as well that faith is a daily thing. The just shall live by faith. Faith is something that will live by. Faith is the only way that we can hold on, that can attract God. In the word of one of the sermons by Brother Ray, he says, faith is where you put an end before it comes. It's when you meet challenges, you look at victory when there's challenges. When things are not going away, faith gives us victory so that we can make it. This is still an opportunity. It is still an opportunity. God wants to save us. It is still an opportunity. Maybe you've walked your journey, you've forgotten, your faith can be renewed today. Maybe today you're so confused. Things look the same. Let me tell you, things are not the same. 
It's only by faith you can know the difference. Maybe I'm here, I'm so comfortable. I'm so home. Maybe you're like me. You're so protected. Let me tell you, God needs your faith, not your parents' faith. God needs your faith to save you. This is time to wake up. It's time to wake up and look up. And know that your parents may leave you. But if you have faith, you look to God. God will save you. You will be able to stand even when your parents are not there. This is an opportunity. May God bless you as you come forward. May God bless you as you come to Him. Because God wants to save each one of us. Our next song is 339. May God bless you. <laughs>